It's Jason season. We're so obsessed with them. Jason, we need a Jason. We You are listening to the Quintessentials Podcast. Hi. 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 How's it going? Oh my God. I feel like we've made it through 10 episodes this season so far. We're like getting into like the, we're, we're getting, I know we're getting into the holiday spirit. I can feel it feel it it's just around the corner i hear those sleigh bells ringling ding 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 i'm literally a scrooge until like the week of christmas because when you work in retail that's all you fucking hear until january 1st i also think that because we live in florida we don't really get to enjoy true christmas you know like it's still so fucking hot here it's still so humid like even if it doesn't snow and it's cold and you get to bundle up i feel like even that is like a little christmasy energy you know mm-hmm. yeah it's weird sometimes it doesn't even get cold here until after the holidays like january february that's like yeah. the coldest time here it's so strange and danielle's like can't relate <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no it was sleeting here yesterday in kansas city and the high was 34 degrees what is sleeting it's like ice rain yeah it's great it was a great time yesterday and my car broke down and it's just fantastic but here we are having the best time damn Damn. Uh, at least you have taylor swift over there you know oh my god thank you so much for bringing her up because i have an update she just landed (gasps) in kansas city today because travis is having a huge halloween party tomorrow so the rumor is is that they're gonna go to the halloween party together and we are so excited trying to figure out what they're gonna show up for as halloween people oh i'm so excited barbie and ken honestly that's what everybody is saying and that would be very on par for the two of them i would love it if they dressed as Lindsay and patrick if they did Lindsay and Patrick Mahomes. I thought I think it would be really funny if they just dressed up as themselves. Like he <laughs> the stereotypical one that we've been seeing. She wears like one of her costumes from the Eras tour and he wears like his all red jersey with his red pants and his yellow oh, cleats. Like it would be God. the best day ever. <laughs> God. We love people that use their work uniforms as Halloween yeah. costumes. If I had a dollar mm-hmm. for every nurse or doctor that I saw this past weekend who are actually in the healthcare field, I would I would have about $5. <laughs> Five whole dollars. Imagine if they did a Stranger Things thing where he was like the dick jock guy and then she was Chrissy. Oh my God, that would be so cute too. Right? Eddie Munson and Chrissy. She would be the cutest Chrissy because she's got the bangs and everything. Can you imagine? Grace, Grace would lose her shit. Yeah. Right yeah. By the way, did you see that Grace and her best friend Raina dressed up as Harry, Harry and Sally from When Harry Met Sally? No. Oh my god. I did. I say I saw it today. It was so cute. Oh. There's been a lot of Guy Fieri. Yeah. Florence Pugh was 
uh, Guy Fieri, and then I saw this That's one cool. where she's a high Fieri. So she was a fairy, but like had Guy Fieri's like <laughs> <laughs> That is incredible. Was so creative. I was like, oh my God, I'm over here like like, oh, I'll just paint a skull face or I'll be like fucking Marilyn Monroe tomorrow or something. And they're, they're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be a Fieri fairy. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see Adele? No. What did she dress up as? Bitch. Morticia Adams. Yes. Yes. That was oh hot. Oh my God. That was so good. The gasp that I gasped when I saw that photo, I could not. She looks amazing. So good. We need a women's episode next week mm-hmm. or something. We've got to do something with the ladies and show them some love. It's so good. Hello? For all of those that are listening, do yourself a favor. Stop what you're doing. Pull your car over to the side of the road. I don't care what you do, but you need to go to Google and type in Adele Morticia Adams. And uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Hello? Did you guys see Demi Lovato as Snow White? <gasps> Did you know that Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz were dating? No. Yes. I did not. I did not until either. today. How long ago, how long has I that did. been going on? I have no idea, but they showed up as Rosemary's baby. <gasps> oh. Oh, <laughs> do you know who became um Instagram official for Halloween? <gasps> who? It was who? it was Halsey and then the really hot guy from Victorious. Oh, love that. She has a really good dating um record except for DZ, but <laughs> She's got some hotties in her. Do you remember last year? Um, I don't think it was last year when it surfaced that she had manifested her relationship with Evan Peters. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, I have one more thing to say. Tell me. I watched, well, I'm halfway through. I watched um, Don't Go Hiking in the Woods Alone. Oh, Adam okay. Artbox's movie that he was in <gasps> with his wife. Yes. Yes. And I saw their scene and it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, they get like four whole minutes, maybe five, possibly six, but it is so good and they're so cute and I'm so proud of them and I'm just so excited. Where do you stream them? It's on YouTube. You just search for the name of the studio that made the movie, which I have it saved. Womp Stomp Films. W-O-M-P-S-T-O-M-P-F-I-L-M-S on YouTube. And the whole movie is on there. Ooh. After 20 to 30 minutes, they have their scene. But they're so cute. They're like camping. And she's like, "Mm, I'm cold. And he's like, put your arms around me. And she goes, I want to be the little spoon. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) And like knowing these two on a personal level and seeing them act is just something that I never thought that I needed to see until I saw it. Yeah. It was great. It was great. <laughs> just it's so good. Did you see their post from this past weekend there this Halloween? Adam's like V-neck went like down all the way over here and down I was like slay babe. Yes. Work it. And Callie looks yeah. Callie always looks so good. Showing off his belly button. I mean, he is working it and so she and she is just like an absolute like stunning amazing sweet person look at the babies look at ah oh my god 
Yeah. So shout out to Adam and Callie from Adam's Art Box. They're our friends that we met in the convention. Support their film on YouTube at Womp Stomp Films and watch Never Hike Alone 2 and tell them that we sent you. Go follow them on Instagram too. What are you doing? Yes. I love when they post. They bring so much light and fun to like the spoopy vibe. Like they're always smiling and just Mm – I love it. I love it. They're the best Um, humans in the world. I can't wait to see them again. They're going to be – they have to be in New Orleans, I'm sure. I hope so. Um, Isn't that crazy? Just think about that for a second that – that was our very first convention, and we didn't know anybody. Yeah. No. Like, all the people that we have met over the handful that we've been to, like, we were walking past them and had no idea. Like, Mark and Adam and... Yes. The guys from Mortis Viventi. Yes. Mortis, yeah. Mortis yeah. It's just crazy, because now we've made all these friends, and, yeah, like, regardless of where we go, we're going to bump into at least one of them. I think that this year in New Orleans is going to be the most fun. Truly. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be just a blast, an absolute blast, and I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, last, I want to say something that happened to me this week that I is really funny. Hmm. I got Botox put on my lips. Oh. On Thursday. It was supposed to be, like, all around my face, but, like, I had to wear these tires. And so now I was like, mm, I only have, like, this much money to deal with. And so my... Botox girl was like, okay, well, like, why don't we do eight units on your top lip and four on your bottom lip? And I was like, sure, whatever you say. Like, I like a lip flip and I wanted to try it on the bottom lip and whatever. I think it looks great. However, I cannot sip out of a straw right now. <gasps> like, look, I can't, like. <sighs> Get closer to the screen. I want to see them. Oh. Hell yeah, girl. Take your tits out. It's not. It's just like a little bit like right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean you can't do this? Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can. If I if I work really, really hard, I can. But for the most part, I've just had like water fall out of the side of my mouth. Mm. <laughs> and like when I'm trying, if I take a really, really big bite and like I can't fully close my mouth, like food will fall just get a sippy cup, Laura. Get a little sippy cup. Bitch, shut the fuck up. You know what I have. I'm doing the best that I can. Is that as much as you can? Oh, my God. Oh, stop. Well, don't... <laughs> so I have to like, I have to like. You need to invest in some boba straws. Oh, bit. yes. Yes, I have how one. bit? <laughs> Look at how spacious. No, go to Panera and order an iced like a like a frappuccino, and they give you really big straws, and those yeah. would be perfect for you. I need an entire like. Oh my god, maybe I could just order them on Amazon, honestly, because I'm gonna have to. I got these from Staples. I got these from Staples. Those look pretty big. Those are a good size. They are. They're huge. Ooh, that's exactly what I need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jason season and all the girls oh, we need and we need a Jason. We need a Jason. We need a Jason. <laughs> Listen, we talked about this up ep- doing this episode like back in June or July. Yeah, we've been talking about this forever. Yes. Uh-huh. And the time has come. We've gathered you here today to talk about <laughs> what are we talking about? We've today? gathered you here today. <laughs> we don't talk about the Chris's in this show. We don't. No. There's- 
No, we don't need to. You know why? I know people mm-hmm. talk about curses. What we're here to talk about is about the Jasons. Mm. All the Jasons. The Jasons. All of them. Yes. We've already talked about one Jason that we know and love very much. Who? Uh, <laughs> 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 you listening, Danielle just grabbed a, a makeup brush and she just did a little little touch up you you look snatched today d yes you do mama did you do a get ready with me on on live or something no this is just me at work today this was your full beat for today mm-hmm. well minus the lipstick i mean you always look so good but this i think it's the Thank hair you. that's like really just kind of like making it oh ooh. yes yikes i love it no we we're here to talk about the jasons i think that Obviously, we have the one Jason that everybody kind of thinks about is Jason Momoa. There's so many that we know and love that we need to get into. I do love Jason Momoa so much, but he is not on my four pages of notes that I've taken on other <laughs> well, I mean, do, do, I even I, have an honorable mention list. Okay, please, please. on. Uh, okay, you know what? See, this is your show. Go ahead. Take it. Take off. well see that's the thing is i have these three jasons are like i'm not even kidding you my top three actors Aww, is it jason bateman jason sudeikis jason statham jason isaacs no no i've got jason bateman jason seagal and jason sudeikis jason seagal yeah. I mean, yes. I we. I mean, a a very clear W has to be has to go to Ted Lasso. Jason Bateman mm-hmm. is daddy. I I I haven't heard much from Jason Segal. So can we take it away with Jason Segal? Let's yeah, let's there. start with him. I would love that. So I feel like the format that I'm gonna follow, and you guys can follow suit or do your own thing. But I'm gonna just mm-hmm. ramble off a few of my favorite movies from them. Um, where they started. Uh-huh. Some fun facts and some dating history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing today. Pop off. Yes, baby, let's go. So, so Jason Segal, some of my favorite movies with him is This is 40, Knocked Up, Bad Teacher, I Love You Man. And did you guys know that he was an SLC punk with Matthew Lillard? <laughs> Who was he in This is 40? I haven't seen that movie. I think to me, that movie is just all Paul Rudd. And so I just haven't seen that movie in so long. He is the one that dates Megan Fox. Really? He's the workout teacher. Yeah. Oh. Wait, and this is 40? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I have not seen this movie in years. Because Leslie Mann owns a shop. Uh, Megan Fox works at the shop. And then the workout guy is friends with Paul Rudd's character. And then he's trying to like date Megan Fox the whole movie. And he's all like, oh, I have this workout. And like, I can really tell you how to get fit. And he's like, I'm a ladies man. And I'm just like, ew, gross. I hate you. But like, I'm also low key obsessed with you. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I really like about Jason Segal is his consistency. Like he plays such different roles, but they're all the same type of role. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, he started on Freaks and Geeks, which was produced by Judd Apatow. Um, and he played the stoner freak named Nick Andopoulos, but that only lasted one season, but Jason and Judd like became besties. Mm -hmm. And if you look at his like film history, 
they're like intertwined with each other through everything. Either he's in a film that Judd is directing or producing, or it's like vice versa. And then like part of his family is in the movie because like he's married to Leslie Mann. Right. Yeah. And Maude, one of his daughters, is the kid that's always in Knocked Up and like This is 40. And I like it's just fucking great. I love it. Can I give a fun fact about Maude Apatow? Yes. She just got done doing cabaret in London with Mason. <gasps> Wow. What a full circle moment. Wow. I love that for us. I just had to share that. Anyways, continue. No, I love that. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I forgot forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's also in that movie. I was going to say, I know Jason Seagal from I Love You, Man, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I never really got into How I Met Your Mother, but I do know that that's like. Me neither. Yeah. yeah, That was like a really big Mm -hmm. show for him. Let's see. He's also a published writer. He came up with an idea when he was 21 years old about a gamer, like a video gamer. And he wrote a book called The Other World in 2017. Ah. And it's a three-part book, and he just hasn't released the other two books yet. Get on it, bro. Just kidding. (laughs) I know. So it's a fictional series? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And then the Dracula song in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, he wrote that. (laughs) It's so good. Okay. I love this. I Can we talk about this movie? Because I am obsessed with this movie. That, I think that was the first time when I saw that movie. Seeing him in that movie made me think to myself, do I find this attractive? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was the first time where, like, like a broy fit guy, I was like, I feel like that was, like, the standard of beauty back then, obviously. And now things are so different. But putting a man like himself out there in, like, 2009 the way he did and have him be, like, mm-hmm. you know, the main character and be so, you know, appealing emotionally. Because that's the, that's the thing about him in this movie, right? It, it really takes him beyond just, like, the physical aspect. Yeah. Well, and he's one that I'm so thankful that because he lost a good chunk of weight, like Mm -hmm. pretty far into his acting career. And there's this trend that when funny people lose weight, they lose their comedic sense of humor. And Jason did not lose any of his humor. And I was so thankful for that because there have been some people where I'm just like, you ain't funny anymore. Gain Mm -hmm. your weight back. (laughs) Jonah Hill has been one of those people. Mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson is another one. See, but the thing about that is, like, I still think Rebel Wilson's really funny. I still think these people are funny, but I also think that they get so kind of, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Typecasted? Uh, typecasted. But they also become so insecure about people thinking that they're no longer funny, that they find themselves defending how funny they actually are. Mm. Yeah. Because they're like, well, you know, I'm not just funny because of my weight. And then they spend the rest of their careers justifying that they're not just funny because of their weight. But it feels kind of disingenuous, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then my last little note that I have here is, so he was in the Muppets movie and Disney almost didn't pick him for the leading role because he had just finished um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and he had a full frontal nudity scene. Yes, he did. And he's like, but I'm a really big fan. Please pick me, pick me, pick me. And they were like, okay, since you're a fan. So then he signed on for the first Muppets, but then he didn't do the sequel. But he's one of my favorites. He's one of my comfort comfort men. And he's in that same category that I put Ryan Reynolds in. Like, I don't care what he's acting, what movie, what the movie is about. Like, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 
he's one of those people that, in my opinion, like went through puberty twice, you know, where they mm-hmm. just like get better with like age. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Like, like. Yeah, he's so. <laughs> this is an incredible segue. But what were you going to say? I was going to say he's in his prime. Like he's looking so good. Delish. Do you ever feel like that in the 2000s, it was Jason Segal and Vince Vaughn and they were just on two sides of the same coin? Mm-hmm. Like they both were hiring them for movies for a similar part, but somehow yep. Vince went and Jason Segal's still mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Whatever happened to Vince Vaughn? I don't know, but he was so fucking fine. I don't know what the fuck he was yes. doing. I feel like the last movie I saw him in was The Breakup with Jennifer Aniston. And then he kind of just like, he probably had more after that, but that's the one I mentally remember. And he just kind of just disappeared. Vince Vaughn is great. He was really funny, but I, I think you're right. I haven't seen, I don't know. Now I need to know what the last thing he was in. There was an abrasiveness with Vince Vaughn, I feel like, that I couldn't fully be attracted to him. But when I saw pictures of him like really young, I'm like, oh, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He's also like super tall. Yeah, like, which is also like, uh, ching. <laughs> well, Jason's tall too, right? Yeah. He's like yeah. six four. I think so yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then lastly, I just want to talk about who he's dated. He dated Chloe Svigny. Svigna? Svigny? She's beautiful. In 2009. He also dated Michelle Williams. Oh. Heath Ledger's ex from 2012 to 2013. And then he's wow. been dating a photographer by the name of Alexis Mixter from 2013 to 2021. And he is currently single. And I just want to say, Jason Segal, give me one chance. One chance. One chance, baby. Just one. That's all I need. That's all it takes. Just one. But that's it. That's my first one. That's my perfect angel man, Jason Segal. Ooh. Thank you for coming. Yes. Shannon, I'm dying to know who this Jason that isn't on our list is. Please. Okay. So are you guys familiar with Kevin Smith films? Kevin Smith is the guy from... So he made the Jane and Bob movies, the Clerks movies. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's the, the Clerks. Okay. That's what I was going to say. I know. Ooh. I'm not talking about Jason Mewes, not Jay. Oh, okay. Although okay. I did have a crush on him when I was younger. Who didn't? He's Especially cute. when I saw Jansen and Bob strike back for the first time, I was like, <laughs> "Hello." Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about Jason Lee. He is mostly known for playing Earl and My Name Is Earl. Yeah. He's on my honorable mention list. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be completely honest. I haven't seen a ton of shit with him in it, but the things that I mm-hmm. have seen with him, I've enjoyed it. Um, I'm a really bad Kevin Smith fan. I have not seen Mall Rats. I really should. But he's in uh, Clerks 2. He's in the Jan Silent Bob films. He's also in Dogma. Ooh, yeah. I saw Dogma when I was way too young. Oh, my God. I haven't mm-hmm. heard of that movie in so long. He plays a demon in Dogma. And yes. he's there in this white suit with these horns. And I remember seeing that really young going like, who is this? Like, I was so enamored by him. But I learned so much about him when I was researching. So he actually used to be um, a Scientologist. And uh, – Oh, wow. I know. 
I know. I was like, should I talk about this person? Because they're Scientology. But then they left and they actually explained like why. They said, um, everybody wants to feel less depressed or less anxious or they want to try to understand some issue that they might have with themselves. Ultimately, it was just not for me. That's it. I wasn't really involved going back many, many years now. So he was just trying to find some answers which is totally like reasonable. He hasn't done a lot of acting recently. Um, he actually has pulled back and moved to Texas. Uh, he used to be a pro skater in the 90s before he went into acting, and I didn't even know that. But he created a company with fellow former pro skater Chris Pastras, and now they design skateboards. He's directed music videos and shorts. And as you guys know, he did voice act in The Incredibles as the villain, the guy with the red hair. Magneto. Magneto? Is that from X-Men? Nope. I'm thinking of The Incredibles. (laughs) Is is he Magneto too in The the Incredibles? Okay. No. Just ignore me. Okay. Hi. Hello. He plays the redheaded villain. And then he's in Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, which I haven't seen, mm-hmm. but I think that's kind of like the, the Steven Seagal thing. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Alvin. He was such a good, um, what's his name? What was the character's name? Dave Seville. Dave. Last fun fact about him, when he moved to Texas, he partially owns a gastropub in Denton, Texas called Barley mm. and Board. It's a brewery restaurant. Fun. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And they have such an eclectic menu and everything. And I was just like, ooh. (laughs) So that's really cool. I love a good gastro pub. He's just doing what he wants now. And, you know, he remarried and has kids. And But I guess there was talk about a Mallrats sequel, but they couldn't buy the rights from Universal. So that's not going to happen for a while. So we'll – who knows? I know. But uh, thanks for coming to my TED Talk about Jason Lee. <laughs> no, I'm so excited because I wrote him down on my honorable mention. I'm like, nobody's going to write this guy down. <laughs> so I'm very excited. You forgot I made that edit of him I'm going to post soon. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Before we move on to another Jason, I'm so sorry. I forgot to yes. mention Almost Famous. Jason Lee was in that. Oh. I That's don't... a great movie. It really is. And he was. Hold on. Okay. Well. Oh, no, I would love to watch that. I would love to watch Hello? That. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm really excited about mine because I talked about him briefly a few episodes back. Okay. And you guys didn't know anything about him. Oh. Um, it was Jason Scott Lee. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's right. I Yeah. Tell us everything. Yes, he was in Jungle Book. Um, and it was like my oh my god, he was wearing what did they call that? Um A loincloth. A loincloth just running around. Hold on, let me show you. Wow. Dang a langan. Dang So here's the thing. One thing about him that I did not know because to me, like I mean, he is just known to be Mowgli, like growing up. And so he was actually in the recent Mulan movie. In the live action Mulan. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. He was uh, Boris Khan in it, which I, th- I think is the villain, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's the one that like chases her through the Arctic tundra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and also, remember how I talked about him having some type of relation to Bruce Lee? I knew that it was Brandon Lee that was Bruce Lee's son. However, he did play... Bruce Lee in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. 
Oh, um, and I did remember seeing that, and that was oh, that was so good. I don't know if you guys ever watched that movie, Balls of Fury. Oh, it, it's like is that the ping pong ball movie? Yes, from two thousand seven. <laughs> Dude, it's been so long. <laughs> That's one of those like cult classics that you watch one time, and it's engraved into your brain. Isn't Ben Stiller in that? Yeah. Oh God. And Will Ferrell. No, it was. <laughs> Christopher Walken. That's it. Okay. Harry Cruz, George Lopez, and I think the main person's name was Dan Fogler. Oh, and then Maggie Q was also in it. But it was the the you know the like a rocker guy. He was like he was all about rock and roll and this guy Dan Fogler almost had like um Jack Black type of energy about him in this movie. Yeah. So it was just, it, I love him. To me, though, one of the things about him that makes him so, I always go back to the Jungle Book for Jason Scott Lee, but first of all, gorgeous man, gorgeous, gorgeous man. But like that, that sort of like innocence in like, in somebody that grew up, oh my God, I, I keep going back to the Jungle. There's something about Jungle Men for me. <laughs> I, send me, take me away. Take me away. I am not meant Take to be. Me you know away. what? You know who ruined for, who ruined it for me was the mountain man from Denver. If you're listening to this, please come find me. This is why we need to have cards. Yeah. Not to give to people. I can imagine how you felt when Alexander Skarsgård played Tarzan because it was like two of your things like mushed together. A Viking man playing a jungle man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> If you're just listening right now, she just kind of spasmed a little. <laughs> but if you don't want to just listen, check out our Patreon. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? My, oh, the thing about it is, is that I would love to see Jason Scottley back because he's still doing things. He's still acting. Oh, I did. I did have the top 10 facts about him pulled up here. He is a, of Hawaiian and Chinese descent. Ooh. He was raised in Hawaii. Though he was from Hawaiian and Chinese descent, but he grew up in Hawaii from the age of two. Here's the thing: he is often confused by being related to Bruce Lee, but he is not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not alone there. <laughs> Oopsie. So he trained in Jeet Kune Do uh, with former Bruce Lee students Jerry Potit from his uh, for his movie role uh, for the Bruce Lee story. Aww. Um and he is now a certified instructor. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. originally considered for a role in the movie Mortal Kombat from 1995, but he was not cast in it. He could have been Luke Kane, um, bitch. <laughs> could have been, right? Dude. So um, he is a very talented musician. He plays guitar, p- uh, piano, the ukulele. He is a skilled surfer and martial artist. He is a really strong advocate for native Hawaii culture and rights. He has a full-on family, and he is still very, 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 very much active in Aww. the entertainment industry. Um, but he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes now in terms of production. Yeah. But I'm here to request, humbly request, that Disney casts him or they do a a sequel of that Jungle Book movie, please. Or relaunch the original one because to me, I haven't watched it as an adult, but I genuinely, and it was with that, that guy from Princess Bride. I forget his name. The white guy that you really like? Yes, the one from Men in Tights. <laughs> Harry Elvis? Elvis? That's his name, I think, yeah. Him and Ira McGregor. 
Ah, uh, most you, punchable faces in Hollywood, in my opinion. <laughs> I'll take that shit to the bank. I love that. I love you and McGregor. I do too. I do too. Honestly, I do. I think. I think I just said that once, and I committed to the bit. <laughs> I want to know about either one of your other two Jasons, because your one, actually, both of your Jasons are are my other two Jasons. So <laughs> just just get into it, baby. Do we want to start with Jason Bateman or Jason Sudeikis? Let's do Jason Sudeikis because I... Okay, great. Because I've brought things for show and tell and things for us to react to as well. <laughs> okay, I love I have some stuff about him too. So if we all have notes on Jason, then... Perfect. Great. It's because these Jasons are the superior Jasons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. In an article... Jason Sudeikis explained himself as such, that he is a Midwestern bro, overconfident, all-American, and a bit of a jerk. He described himself to GQ as a jock with thespian tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That is- Hit the nail right on the head. Yep. <laughs> oh, so good. I love him so much. Oh, my God. Some of the best movies that I remember him in, I'm just going to rattle them off because yes, there are please. so many. We're the Millers, Horrible Bosses. <laughs> yes. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got you right here. Mastermind. He was in Mastermind. Do you remember him in Mastermind yes. with Zach Galifianakis and Kate McKinnon? Yes. He was the, like, passionate assassin with the pencil, like, mustache. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have a whole bunch more here mouthpiece he was in uh ooh. he was in the mount mandalorian believe it or not he was a trooper oh <laughs> yes. my god stop That's so i bet funny. he has one of the mandalorian helmets at home <laughs> absolutely he was also uh the voice in the angry birds movie um for red oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, we can talk about the most obvious one, the the one that really just fucking catapulted him. Ted Lasso. There's actually an article that I want to read about Ted Lasso. Please. Listen, can you tell I was like slow at work today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this article is from Entertainment Weekly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It said, Lasso used the typical white dude shtick as a jumping off point to explore deeper issues, many of them revolving around questions of manhood and mental health. And it was no mistake that the character of Lasso, a slightly befuddled Kansas-born rube with a heart of gold, is often seen as an extension of the proud Kansian Sudeikis himself, because he's also from Kansas. (laughs) He lived just a little hop and a scoot away from me. That's where he lived, Overland Park. But he has won three Emmys because of Ted Lasso. Three. And it's so good. If you walk outside my apartment right now, probably leave my apartment because people in here suck balls. Mm-hmm. But you just go down to this price chopper, you'll meet yourself a freaking Ted Lasso. A lot of the men here are just like Ted Lasso. <laughs> Dang, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'll be there next. I'll be there tomorrow. Oh, my God. But I fucking love ted lasso also the men in that are so good looking i wanted to i i could dedicate an entire segment to ted lasso mm-hmm. honestly i feel like we could dedicate an entire episode to the men of ted lasso we probably should not because of the strike so support sag after and and the actors strike please and donate if you can um go to google and just search where to donate tell me about uh ted lasso though because his current girlfriend Mm-hmm. Uh, Keely Hazel, she's a British actress and model, plays Bex 
in Ted Lasso. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, whoa. Oh, so they are dating in real life. Yeah. Well, it's it's rumored, reportedly mm-hmm. dating, but they've known each other for like ever, I guess. So uh, Ted Lasso is a show that can be praised for its positive portrayal of women and its subversion of traditional gender roles. The show features a number of strong and complex female characters, including Rebecca Welton and female and Keely Jones, as well as Coach Beard. Ted Lasso can be seen as a show that embraces the female gaze. The show's creator, Jason Sudeikis, has said that he wanted to create a show about hope, optimism, and believing the best in people. This This is reflected in the way the show portrays female characters so it's amazing to me because i think the best part about this show is that i i don't think i've ever seen the one thing that it does so freaking well is that it's a show that like both men and women so feel so strongly about because at least the men at least the men in my life that i know have watched this show have felt very seen i know that in season two ted was really struggling with his mental health Mm mm-hmm and you got to see that throughout the entirety of the season. Oh, and then also Roy Kent also struggled with a lot of things. So seeing something like that, not just be something that goes ignored and not just see the women in this show go through what, you know, is something that is so common. That is such a a green flag to me, so to speak. And I think that that what makes Jason Sudeikis such a special person is that he he created this show. He went out there and he said, this is the type of show that I want. And this is the portrayal that I want in terms of, of men and women. The show's female characters are not perfect, but they are all strong, complex individuals. They are also flawed, but their flaws make them extremely relatable. The show does not shy away from showing the challenges that women face, but it also shows their strength and resilience. And I think that Rebecca, who is the owner of the football team, is such an incredible embodiment of it. Rebecca is this multimillionaire person in an extreme position of power, but her humanity is never a factor and how she operates. But I love it so much because her ex-husband, it's so funny, he plays the villain, right? So to speak, the villain, the antagonist to her life, so to speak. But her husband, who is the owner of their biggest competitor, is portrayed as exactly what we would expect from a person in a position of power like that. But Mm -hmm. it is represented as an antagonist, right? And then you see Rebecca, who is vulnerable, who's going through divorce, who just wants to to ruin and hurt her husband. And then you get to see the character development as she progresses through that first season and really just kind of says, screw this. I'm more focused in making sure that my business succeeds by allowing herself to be helped by this, you know, Midwestern corny ass dude that she hired to completely destroy the team from the inside out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue. Overall, Ted Lasso embraces the female gaze. It portrays female characters as complex, relatable individuals. Um, And it is something that is refreshing and appealing to female, to both male and female viewers. The show, oh, this kind of goes to what I was saying. The female characters are not defined by their relationship with men. Rebecca Welton is successful, is a successful businesswoman who does not need a man to complete her. Keely Jones is a talented, independent woman who is not afraid to pursue her own goals. The female characters are not sexualized in this show. Really, when you think about it. At all. At all. That Aww, is probably, like, they are they are romanticized. Yeah. Sure. 
but there is, I mean, they're not sexualized in this show. It really does lead with its heart. The show does not focus on the character's physical appearance or use their bodies for shock value. There is an extreme amount of support between all the characters. But then on the other side of that coin, there is such support from the males. Yeah. You know, you have like the dog. Oh my God, what do they call it? The dog. When the, the guys like get together and they just gossip and get together and to talk about advice. Um, and Roy Kent kind of leans into it. And he's so like, mm-hmm. I have loved to watch the development from Roy Kent as this like hard, like angry person. He still kind of maintains that persona, but has really kind of led the, the way Ted leads, um, mm-hmm. kind of weasel his way into his heart. And he's just kind of gone into like a big softy. So Ted lasso is yeah to me is is a very good representation of a modern female gaze worthy tv show i also just love the fact that he wrote he had a hand in writing that yeah like it's so good because that's how he treats women in real life like that's how he sees females and women with respect and yeah he put it on film and i think that's why it's so grossly loved in the world because it's just the perfect can't say enough good things about that show yeah took me a long time to watch it initially my dad's like you gotta watch it my dad's always the one that tells me to watch the best shows Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. i finally started it and i binged the first like two seasons in yeah a very short amount of time but yeah that's jason sudeikis (sighs) i love him 10 out of 10 man i love him so much and also, he looks so much better now than he did, like, five, six years ago. Like, he went through puberty twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, sorry for combining that time, but I am going to I'm gonna, no, I am okay. gonna use my slot with yours. I don't know if you guys have seen the episode of him where he talks about his essentials. No. No. His essential items. So I watched it, and, you know, uh, uh, there's some things in there that are just, like, common. Like, he keeps a red pen when he's editing, writing like scripts and stuff. He's like, I'm old school. I'd rather just like write in pen. So he has a ton of red pens in his backpack. But two things that I thought was really interesting. He keeps a deck of cards or or two in his bag. um, Because he's like, I'd rather be like doing something with my hands than just like be on my phone. And so like when he's out with his friends, he'll just do like a couple card tricks. Like he just has them where he's just like fucking with the deck and just messing with them. I thought that was kind of interesting. And the esthetician and me, (laughs) I don't even think they sell it anymore at like the black and white store or the orange store, but I did find it on their website. It's the Kiehl's Blue Herbal Spot Treatment for Acne Spots. He said he doesn't wear anything else though, so I'm like, well, okay. But he does keep a little (laughs) spot acne treatment for when he gets his little breakouts and he just keeps that in his bag. Sir. He's taking notes from Paul Rudd or something. I know. (laughs) probably got that advice from Paul Rudd, who looks phenomenal. Wow. I love him. Will Forte and Jason Sudeikis go on karaoke dates, and their go-to song is Falling Slowly, Always and Forever, or I Can't Fight This Feeling. <laughs> Falling Slowly? Like, which one is Falling Slowly? No. I think that's it. I think that's oh, it. Oh, my. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, damn. There's no. <laughs> That's so depressing. Just imagine so Will Forte and Jason. It's so, it's so good though. Wild. But oh man, 
Jason Sudeikis. All right, Shannon, who's yours? I'm ready for your next one. Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You literally talked about the one that I was going to talk about. Mine was Jason Lee, Jason Sudeikis, and um, the other Hawaiian Jason. <laughs> Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa? Yeah. Take it away, baby. I didn't have too many notes, but I I first discovered him from Game of Thrones, obviously. I feel like that's when he yes. really took off. Yes. And wow. Mm. Wow. I mean, it's yeah. already enough to learn a conlang like Dothraki, the language. Mm-hmm. I think he already knew a couple languages. So sometimes when you already know some languages, it's kind of easier to learn more in that way. Yeah. There's some intense scenes with Daenerys that they do, and to light lighten yeah. up the yeah. to lighten up the uh, the scene. Do you remember he wore like a little fuzzy sock on his wee wee <laughs> to create some laughter in the intense I scenes? Love him so much. <laughs> I He's once I learned best. that I thought it was so funny. And um, have you guys seen him like when they ask him to speak Dothraki? Um, like you are my moon and stars or whatever, like on the shows he, he was on, yeah. um, Graham Norton and one of the female comedians that was there, he's like, hold my hands. And, and she's like, oh, oh. and then, then he just speaks his Dothraki and you're just like, like, clearly that's how he, he swoons everyone. <laughs> I've been wanting to see that. I don't know if it's a series. It was called see when everyone is genetically blind. Have you guys seen I that? I started that show yeah. and it's very, very, very hard to follow. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he looks great in it. Yeah. Big blue eyes. He also and- did a show called Frontier that I thought was not that great. Oh. But, yeah. I really haven't seen much else with him except Aquaman, but I really mm-hmm. think he really transcended and created this new wave for Aquaman because nobody was talking about Aquaman before Jason Momoa did it. Nobody. Correct. Even with um, Miss Amber Heard BS that was going on, it was still mm-hmm. like a watchable movie with him. And it was so interesting too because he wasn't just like the some white guy in a suit again. Yeah. You know, they played that into like dad was Native American. I don't know what ethnicity the dad was supposed to be. Also maybe Hawaiian. Here, I'll tell you exactly what he's supposed to be. Nicole Kidman's white. Played his mom, but... uh. It was Nicole Kidman, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Half Atlantean. Well, it said half Atlantean, half human. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, we won't bring Grace into it, but I thought that was kind of interesting that they didn't like just put another well, he's white from guy Atlant- in a suit. Uh, <laughs> He's from Atlantis. The, uh, Atlantis. <laughs> 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 so we nailed it. <laughs> yes. Another thing that I really like is that he's like a huge metalhead. And yeah. there's so many videos of him like in the pit with other people. Yeah. And I'm just like, this guy's having the time of his fucking life. Like that's the kind of guy you want to befriend. Like this big muscly guy that's so cuddly and is a metalhead and just is such a lovable guy. So for me, the first time I ever perceived him was as Cal Drogo for sure. Yeah. However, there is this movie that came. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's called the Johnson Family Vacation, Family Reunion. And oh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, let's look that up right now. Oh, my God. Please. So it's this movie about, it was his film debut. Oh, Bow Wow's in this? Oh, yeah. I need you to look him up. I He looked so fucking hot. <laughs> 
Oh, so. <gasps> oh yeah. Um. Uh. He. You know what he looks like. You know who that motherfucker looked like, Loki. Who? Um. Cassian. He looks like the bold glam filter. <laughs> Tell me this does not look like the bold glam glam filter. (laughs) He looks like that one romance novel model guy, but like if he was like more pretty. He's in this movie for like 0.5 seconds. He is not in this movie for very long. But I remember like one day just seeing the movie come up and I was like, oh man, like I watched that movie. Oh my God. 2004. My God. Dude, I remember I watched that movie in 04 or 05. Like, I haven't seen it, and it's with uh, Cedric the Entertainer, I'm pretty sure. And, like, yeah. I, I remember, like, it's so funny because, like, I have I 10 right here. And so there is a line that they're always saying, We got to be on I 10 by 10. And so every <laughs> time. Every time I'm going somewhere, I'm like, I got to go. I got to be on I-10 by 10. So, like, I've always quoted the movie. And then randomly one day I'm watching it. And I see when they pull up to the Native American reservation. And that there's, like, a whole thing. They have this, like, Lincoln SUV that's, like, super souped up. And, like, they have to go to their family reunion and then bring the car back in one piece. But they're not supposed to, like, the car can't get messed up at all. And they go through, like, their trials and tribulations as a family. And then they come back. Anyways, but for about a minute and a half, Jason is on that screen. And you're like, that is the most beautiful fucking man I've ever seen in my life. I will say he Definitely had a glow up from Baywatch because his body looks great, but yep. he is, he's got such like a little baby face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the baby. But I mean, oh, Jesus, oh. this is why I maintain that like, you know, men go through it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do love him though. He reminds me of it. Too. Have you seen that NFL commercial? Um, the Super Bowl commercial with Jason Momoa? Where he like rips off his muscles and stuff. Oh, that was so funny. And it's like tiny arms. Like yeah. Tiny yeah. yeah. He's such a good sport. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think his sense of humor is one of the things that makes him so incredibly attractive. And he's so environmentally conscious. Did you ever watch the um, when he was on Jimmy Fallon and they did that where they were like pouring water over? They played war. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And they were like pouring water over each other. And I mean, he just destroyed Drenched. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> he was wearing a little bowler hat. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, man. He's no, a good he sport. is fucking fabulous. And I mean, he just, the other thing about him, and he plays the villain in the latest Fast and Furious series. He, his character, I haven't seen it, but I've heard all this stuff about him. I will say the fashion that he has in this show and like the diva-esque, I guess he really just has like so much fun with this character. But yeah, no, I'm a big, big, big Jason Momoa fan. And is he conventionally attractive? Does he have the muscles? Does he have everything? Absolutely. But I tell you what, there are times where he's not like super cut and he just has like his dad bod vibes and he just oh i love it it makes him real god that's that's when i love him the most yes Mm -hmm. oh my god he's Mm -hmm. he's going back home to his homeland and he's eating his food and he's enjoying Mm -hmm. his culture and his you know what i mean like he has a production company called pride of gypsies that he Mm co-founded i actually don't know what movies 
a production company has put together. I always wondered why it was Pride of Gypsies on his Instagram. And then I found out that it's because actually because it's a production company that he owns. Um, and oh, he also that. was giving a lot of shit to, I think it was Chris Pratt Good. on a post that he put up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Please give Chris Pratt all the shit. But he was giving Chris Pratt shit in one of his, I think it was Chris Pratt at least. He was holding a plastic single-use bottle of water. And he commented on it. He's like, come on, man. Like, really? Like, you're going to use single-use bottled water? And he... I don't know if it... I can't remember if it was Chris Pratt or not. It was It was one of the Chris's. Chris Pratt fits the profile of the description you're talking about. I feel like all the other Chris's, <laughs> I couldn't really imagine them at least documenting it in a picture. <laughs> yeah, it was Chris Pratt. I was thinking that sounds like a Chris Pratt thing to do. He says to Chris Pratt, bro, you know my children and I are madly in love with you and I love you with everything you do. I'm sorry this was received so badly. Oh, it looks like he was like criticized. Okay, so Jason Momoa posted on his picture, bro, I love you, but what the fuck on the water bottle? WTF on the water bottle. No single use plastic. Come on. And then Chris Pratt responded with, I think he said something like, Aquaman, I'm so sorry. And then Chris Pratt ended up getting a lot of hate. So then he put out a thing. I'm so sorry this was received so badly. I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm just very passionate about single-use plastic epidemic. This plastic water bottles have to stop. And I hope you make a reusable water for Amazon so we can all purchase. I mean, you're Chris Pratt. You can't afford a Yeti or a fucking... I think he could. I think what he said, and he used he used as an excuse, was that like they needed him to do something with his hands, so somebody just handed him a bottle of water to like hold for the photo, or like because it was a photo shoot, like an athletic photo shoot. Oh, I see. So got it. Yeah. Anyways, we love an environmentally conscious daddy. <laughs> oh, he loves nature for sure. He's yeah so in tune with yeah. Have you ever seen him rock climbing, like free climbing? No bungee. Yeah. He's crazy. I mean, he does. I don't think he does it on like super. No, I know, but still like high stuff. Yeah, but he's he's good, dude. He's really good. I also had Jason Bateman on my list, but I know that you all, you had him too, and you've got great <laughs> notes so far, D. So <laughs> tell me, take it away. Take it away. Talk about my last favorite, Jason. <clears throat> Just to ramble off a few of my favorites: Identity Theft with Melissa uh-huh. McCarthy. Yes. Couples Retreat with Vince uh-huh. Vaughn. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Horrible Bosses, who was also in there with Jason, Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. Arrested Development. Oh, I loved it so much. So, okay, oh, do you not like it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ozark. Love it. I had a friend who was on that set. Um, his first acting gig was for a Golden Grams commercial. Oh. In 1980. And then he started his TV career on Little House on the Prairie as James Cooper. (laughs) That's so pure. Shortly after that, the Directors Guild of America awarded him as the youngest ever director at the age of 18 after directing three episodes of The Hogan Family. So he started directing and producing at the age of 18. The Hogan Family? Mm Mm-hmm. He was also on that show. Okay, (laughs) Let me get this straight, brother. Not me thinking it was the Hulk Hogan reality TV. No, it's not Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's literally reality. Let me tell you something here, brother. Listen here, brother. I was like, I was like, yeah, I literally thought that too. Like what? Uh, Hulk Hogan's reality TV show does not strike me as a time. Okay, good to know. Sorry, I digress. 
that is totally fine. The first thing that I ever remember watching him in was Juno in 2007. And that movie made me feel some kind of way. And I'm going to tell you why. So he plays a guy in the movie that is married to Jennifer Gardner and they cannot have children. And as we know, um, Elliot Page with Michael Sarah had a baby and they found them in the penny saver. And so they went over and met them and a friendship was kindled over their shared love of punk rock music and horror films. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. Like she's forming a relationship with the parents of her baby. And like she had mentioned she wanted to have a closed adoption, but just how they're vibing, like maybe she'll be a part of this child's life. No. (laughs) He definitely started getting feelings for Juno. And me, I graduated high school in 2007 when this movie came out. And I remember the feeling that I had when he was revealing that he had feelings for her. And he like mentioned, how do you think of me? And her face was like, wait, what? Hello? It, it was so weird because it had just come out. I found myself really confused, but also interested yeah. in how someone my age maneuvered yeah. that type of situation. Yeah. Because that was the first time that I, I knew stuff like that happened, right? Older men, grooming, you know, in general. And I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. but I loved him in that <laughs> at the same time. Do you know it's such a great movie? That movie, I don't know why this is like a random thing that I know about, but that movie had a massive box office like profit. So there, I think the budget for that movie was like five and a half, six million dollars, mm-hmm. and it profited. It was at like two hundred thirty-two million. Oh, it's insane the amount yeah. of money. Yeah, that is crazy. It's one of those movies though that I always go back to. Like, it'll yeah. randomly pop up on a streaming service, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yep, watching that every single time. Yeah. I probably watch that yeah. movie a couple times a year. I was floating wild and free. All I wanted you to be my sweet honey. Sweet honeybee. Honey oh, my God. Sorry. You, got, you, you guys are going to kill me. I've never seen it. You got to watch it. Oh, girl. It's literally on every streaming platform. Just pick yeah. one. It's on there. The yeah. list is way too long. <laughs> That I have to watch. Bump this one up to your top five. It's very good. And Michael Sarah's in it, and he's just this awkward bean pole that is on the bean track pole. team, and they run around in their <laughs> tiny little shorts. It's funny. The one movie that I remember seeing him in was The Switch. I remember him from Juno for sure, but I also remember seeing, oh my God, and I'll tell you why I remember seeing him in this movie and thinking to myself, huh. It's because it's a movie about a guy who went in to be a sperm donor mm-hmm. and accidentally gets his best friend artificially inseminated. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so and he finds out seven years after the fact. I don't know if they end up together or not, but this movie came out in 2010 and I remember thinking, oh, my God. Also, Patrick Dempsey's in this. Not Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Wilson is in this movie. Yum. Um, that's all I got to say. Yeah. I remember seeing this and thinking to myself, you know what? If I, <laughs> I can't believe, if I don't end up with anybody, I'll just find a best friend. Yeah. To like have a kid with. 
and raise them. And this was the movie that made me go like, that would be like doable. I could do it. <laughs> I forget if they end up together or not because I don't think I actually ever finished the movie. But like, mm-hmm. anyway. My... So out of the three Jasons that I've talked about, Jason Bateman is probably my favorite. And it's Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of similarities between Jason Bateman and myself. Yes. I have always kind of noticed them growing up. I'm like, "Mm, I do that. Or I would have that same type of reaction. I didn't truly see it as a whole until I watched their Smartless episodes on HBO Max. And it's like I'm watching a clone of myself. It's the dry sense of humor, the witty comebacks. And those type of people are very hard to get along with. So if you find people that get along with you, like they're the best relationships anybody has ever had. And... I also like to think that the three of them on their podcast, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes are us. (laughs) Because we're very similar. Yes. It's just, he's very just like, whatever, dude. Fuck, fuck you. Like, oh, but you just, I'm trying to think of an example. So which one, so which one are we? Which ones? In my opinion, I would be Jason Bateman. Laura would be Will Arnett. And then you would be Sean Hayes. But we also have characteristics that kind of flow between us. Uh But I'm always, I'm always going to be Jason Bateman. (laughs) Like, center of attention, loud, sarcastic, dry sense of humor, very to the point, very blunt, honest. And I'm just like, okay, well, there's the male form of me. I love, I love that podcast so much um i never really listened to podcasts until i started a pod like we started this and i have never thoroughly enjoyed listening to a podcast besides true crime in our podcast yeah. until i came across smart yeah. smartless i have a couple of fun facts about him that i want okay. to talk about his father was a, a director and his mother mm-hmm. was a flight attendant mm-hmm. his breakup <laughs> was in a sitcom do you remember did you guys know this from 1982 to 1989 Uh, he was in a tv show called family ties oh Mm. he played michael bluth he's got one golden globe and two primetime emmy awards and then this is my favorite one he is a certified yoga instructor what (laughs) i love that for him wow i had no idea Yeah, oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine like signing up for a yoga class in LA and it's fucking You walk in and it's Jason Bateman. <laughs> Am I in the right studio? What's going on? Uh, no, he it's so funny because I I mean there are certain celebrities that I like anticipate are like, you know, yoga people, right? But Jason Bateman would have never been one of them that would have no. like, pop up to the top of my He seems like a jogger, list. like a runner. Mm-hmm. He's he's so self-assured too. Like there's something about him that just Jason has this soft spokenness to him, but also this very assured amount of masculinity. It just balances so fucking well. It really does. Yeah. It's this very like, okay, well, you know, maybe not. <laughs> you know, exactly. Maybe we try something a little different. And but like yep. and, and so like <laughs> where Jason Sudeikis you know, is it's just like emotionally aware 
but still just you, sometimes you don't necessarily see it here. He Jason Bateman is is just very like leveled at all times, but also will rip your head off in that same level of tone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So obsessed with it. Uh, yeah. Wow. I find it really refreshing that he survived being a child star and was successfully mm-hmm. able yeah. to transition into being an adult star. I don't think he had like a drug or alcohol he did. thing. Oh, he did. He, he did. Yeah. yeah. He struggled with drugs and alcohol. He kind of, he didn't get as bad as like, say, Robert Downey Jr., but right. he definitely suffered from addiction. Yeah. And then that's when he really jumped into directing and producing and moving his – that's when we started seeing these great movies from him. Okay. Well, I learned something new. But still, good for him because he could have went down the drain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we not heard from him, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's it. That's all my Jasons. Does anybody else have any other Jasons? I have one that I want to bring up as like my only honorable mention and it's a very mm-hmm. recent thing for me that wasn't a thing for me for a long uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. Um, but Jason Mraz is in this season of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> your I texted Danielle about it last week and I was like, have you seen Jason Mraz dancing on Dancing with the she Stars? She sent me a video and I go, what the fuck? <laughs> he looks so I was good. like, sir, lucky I'm in love. <laughs> Honestly. He he top tier musician growing up. He's a dancer. Mm -hmm. He's a dancer. And like I look, I mean, here's the thing. I never, I was never attracted to Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz's genre of music was never really it was never really for me. Like I would listen to it if it was on, but but like now I'm like, should it have been for me? <laughs> like, you know, the, the, the fucking fedora look and everything. it just wasn't something. But now this again goes to prove my point. Men go through this twice. Men go through two glow ups. Okay. And this man is doing dancing with the stars. Okay. Some people get ran through. Have you seen Harry Jowsey on dancing with the stars? What he's been doing lately? No. Oh my God. He is a horrible dancer, but it's because he's so famous on social media that he's still there but jason mraz is such a phenomenal dancer and he looks so hot doing it <laughs> yeah i was a jason mraz gavin DeGraw girly growing up like no yeah simultaneously i, I don't want to be anything did you have any honorable mentions shannon uh, yeah, I just remembered one that I forgot. Um, do you guys know who Jason Marsden is? That name sounds so familiar. So he did voices in a goofy movie, an extremely goofy movie. Um, he played um, in Simba and the Lion King 2. He played the other cub that looks like Scar. Mm. And he played Thackeray Banks in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, oh. that's where I remember him He's from. So oh handsome. God. Yes. I just watched Hocus Pocus like last night. <sighs> I need to watch it. Okay, let me see if I can show a picture. Oh fuck. Oh, yes, please. He's on TikTok active. And what's yeah. really funny is that people were like attracted to his Lion King character. So he was like duetting like 
people re- <laughs> talking about how they were retracted to a fucking lion when they were little. <laughs> and um, yeah. So and and he'll post about like hocus pocus stuff, but he's actually like really funny, really really cute. Um, he's not related to James Marsden. Sorry, y'all. Um, that's who I initially thought of. I was gonna say yeah. There's a Jason. Um, this is kind of like a basic one, but like I have a thing for bald bald men. Uh, it's not basic. Go ahead. Who are you gonna say? Jason Statham. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got a little love for Statham. D, can I guess one of yours? I only have one more. Is it Jason Kelsey? No. (laughs) Damn, I was so sure. Okay, go ahead. I was going to add him on, but I didn't. Just because we just did a Kelsey episode and Mm -hmm, we talked mm -hmm. pretty in depth about Jason, but Mm -hmm. he is one of my Jasons. Um, No, my last one is Jason Isaacs. (laughs) Damn right it is. I love him. He's in uh, Sex Education. I had no idea. Which, by the oh way, if you guys God. have not watched Hardstopper or Sex Education, I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing, but you're missing out. They're both so good. I have I have one more that I ca- I cannot let go of. Okay. Oh, tell me. This may- did you ever watch the movie How to Be Single with Dakota Johnson and Rebel Wilson? No. Oh my God. Okay. There is this comedian in this movie. His name is Jason Matsukas. And he is this, oh man, I got to figure out what ethnicity he is. Because he is certainly, oh, he's Greek. I think he is the most female gay, because he is, here's the thing, he's so fucking funny. He's he's an incredible voice actor, incredible comedian. I love that man. I love that man. I love that man. Like, I. Oh, okay. Oh my God. And the thing is, his character in that movie that's the kind of character that i remember thinking to myself that's how it's going to happen to me Mm. like when i saw because the woman that he ends up with in this movie is this girl who's like determined to figure out to, to find the love of her life she's looking for a husband right so she's got an algorithm set up with all of the dating apps and she's doing the thing eventually she gets to a point where she's having like a mental breakdown because she's also a children's book she goes and reads to children children's book to children and she has this mental breakdown she's like women we have to have our spanks on and we have to have hair extensions and we our skin has to look amazing we have to be shaved and she has this like mental breakdown in front of the kids and then jason mitsuka's character comes across and goes okay you're never reading here again but like you're fucking amazing and like let's go on a date and like (laughs) i love that to me he saw her at her worst and embraced it so completely. And I remember thinking to myself, that's probably not how that guy is in real life, but I will now forever associate him with that persona. And I've determined that that's exactly how it's going to happen to me. I will have a mental breakdown. Somebody will see me having it and think, all right, that's the worst I'm going to get into. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> I'm going to dive headfirst right into this trauma. <laughs> yeah, if this is as bad as it gets, I guess it's doable. <laughs> yeah. Wow, look at us. We talked about some of the best boys today. So many Jasons. Wow. We are truly blessed to be living with so many great Jasons. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. Really. I think this, we started a Jason movement because honestly, who are are the Chris's? Nobody cares about the Chris's. No. 
I I can't even think. I I only care about Chris Pine at this point in time, but I feel like the Chris's are seasonal. There's other you know? Chris's that I'm not thinking of, but the Chris from Yellow Card is pretty great. The lead singer of Yellow Card, his name is Chris. Yeah. Love him. Let's do this again next week. We're running. We're getting near the end of our season already. Oh my! Wow! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Let's do the socials and 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 bring it back. Hey, if you haven't listened to our collaborators for this season, go listen to Blacklight Animals. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Oh yeah, Playboys of the Western World is their album that like we're spaghetti westerns. Spaghetti spaghetti western. Love that for us. But yeah, so jumping into socials, let's start with me because your girl's tired and I'm ready to get out of here. Let's do it. You can find me on TikTok at D-E-E-E Young. You can find me on Instagram at Miss Danielle, D-A-N-Y-E-L-L. And then if you want to find our link tree, head on over to our TikTok at the Quinn Podcast and there's a link there and you'll see all of our personal socials and all of our podcast socials. And if you don't just like listening and you want to watch us, like I said earlier, check out our Patreon. The link is there. We've got a couple different tiers and we're going to be adding some additional stuff on there. So that's exciting. It's been a rough couple months for us. Okay. So we're, we're just trying to get back into the rhythm of things. If you're watching us on Patreon, just hang in there with us. Thank you so much. We love you. Shannon, do you want to do your socials, baby? Hi, my name's Shannon. Um, I'm on Instagram as Starry Eyes, S-T-A-R-R-Y-Y-E-Y-E-S. And I'm on TikTok as What's Up Shannon. Come say it. Hell yeah, girl. Shannon. Hell yeah, girl. Hell yeah. What? Am I too I much? Should I do it again? Just be like, be like, my TikTok is what's up, Shannon? What's up? Say what's up. Perfect. <laughs> that was a good one. Honestly, both are winners. Have fun picking which one. You need to you need to do different ones every single time. That's gotta be the thing now. Okay. Please. I will. Perfect. I okay. I'm at Laura Vanessa on TikTok and Instagram. And there's a new um there's a new <laughs> Don't forget media. the H's at the end. Oh, um, hey, I'm at Laura Vanessa, Laura with an H at the end, Vanessa with an H at the end. Um, and I just found out that there is a new app, a new social media app, hold on, called Laps. Laps, L-A-P-S-E. Yeah, it's like, it's like taking Who runs pictures. it? I don't know, but it's like taking pictures, like, I'll send you guys the invite. It's like taking pictures in the style of um, a disposable camera. Oh. And like, you just share it with your friends. And, like, you can make, like, little collections and stuff like that. Hmm. It kind of brings it back to, like, t- taking pictures more for the sake of memories rather than, um, yeah. Anyways, I, it's the Cute. same handle on there. Yeah. Oh, what we have that now? <laughs> we have that now? All right. Well, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Let's bring it around town. Same time, same place. Uh, you know who I miss talking about is Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever talk about who we thought he'd dress up as for Halloween? Oh, we didn't. Uh. All right. Never mind. He probably just went as himself. He went as Eddie Munson. <laughs> God, I hope so. Just to be ironic. God. Anyways, all right. Love you, babies. Peace out. Peace and blessings. Bye. Bye. Bye.